did not, no. Uh... Sound good. Maybe because you're not fidgeting. So you have a table in front of you still? I, I do, yeah. <laughs> you know, really, it's a, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of table noises. <laughs> okay. Just give it time. I have a stupid question. It's not that stupid, but probably most people know the answer. Most people who had like a normal or like a normal college experience or maybe were paying closer attention to things besides classes in college. What is the point of sororities and fraternities? What do they do? Why do they exist? <laughs> well, I spent two and a half years, three years at the University of Alabama. Right. Which is sorority central and fraternity central. Right. And my lasting takeaway was... Uh, yeah, I'm not sending my kids here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not enough that I can say, hey, you don't need to join a sorority. But just being there around the fraternities, it's like, nah. It's like the, the stereotype is that it's just like, they just have parties and get drunk and do drugs and have sex. And I just don't know if they actually have a purpose. It's uh, It's a lot of... At least on the fraternity side, like it's a lot of networking. It's a lot of. Oh, yeah, that was an introvert eye roll from hell right there. <laughs> gross. It's just a imagining lot, a lot of, college males just practicing networking. Ugh. Well, it's a lot of like business fraternities, like mm-hmm. everybody's in business and everybody's got the Bama bangs that come down in front. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's, everybody's wearing a blazer. <laughs> And everybody just, uh, you know, so just like a, finds like a the rich club, guys and connects to them. Like a club that you are a part of. I just don't get it. Like if you're in a, in a photography club, obviously the point is to, you know, learn more about photography and help each other. But like those two things don't seem to have a purpose. <clears throat> So I don't really have any answers here. <laughs> I'm going to Google it later. Th- I this, will just say this, though. Go ahead. This question is because I was in the car with my oldest daughter, and I noticed that the car in front of us, which was a Lexus, had a sorority um, like license tag uh, frame thing, mm-hmm. which I was like so fascinated by this person and this Lexus. <laughs> you know who's a part of a sorority at my walmart <laughs> so just it's like i don't really know what the point is of that because she i was explaining to her the greek letters they they all have like greek names and then she, i think she was like well what do they do and i'm like you know what i have no idea <laughs> i don't know like the uh i don't really even understand how that works like when you're rushing a fr- like a fraternity or sorority yeah and you don't get in, like, are you just, because they all rush at the same time. Uh-huh. So, like, if you just don't get into one, like, you're just kind of screwed, right? Like, I don't know. I so, can't imagine a life in which I would ever want to be a part of one. I, I've, same. 
absolutely the same <laughs> of like yeah i want to try to jump through all these hoops so that i can be around people who i don't really want to hang out with <laughs> what's and live in a giant house with them it's like i don't Ugh. think you understand like how this works like there's got to be a carrot for me to <laughs> run the race so you got to dangle something in front of me here <laughs> um so i was a grad student at the university of alabama right. and like as I was walking into class, like it just it would time up right to where I would walk into class past the sorority row, mm-hmm. just as the sororities would empty out in the mornings. So like I, I mean I was married at this time I was like mid twenties yeah so I wasn't really like on the radar f- <laughs> and I wasn't looking but it was just fascinating because I would be walking down the sidewalk and just dozens and dozens and then hundreds of sorority girls pouring out of these <laughs> huge buildings and it's seven thirty in the morning and they're dressed to the nines yes. and their hair is curled and it's like a hundred different perfumes just <laughs> this wall cloud of a hundred different perfumes just hitting me as i'm walking across campus and it was just it was amazing it was, it was surreal <laughs> Oh, man. I I can hardly remember college. So, (laughs) I definitely didn't didn't live on campus or anything like that. So, yeah, I just, I I never bothered to ask, what's the point of your club? (laughs) It's like this, like, mark of, like, status, and I don't get it. I got invited to a sorority open house because I was, they, they had admitted too many freshmen while I was there. Uh-huh. So they were pulling grad students to teach like freshman level classes. Okay. So I was teaching like a freshman level class as a grad student, <laughs> uh, which you're not really supposed to do that, but they, they do it like when they yeah. get too many freshmen yeah. in there. Yeah. So like these, these 18 year olds had no idea. They were like, I you might as well have been, been 40 years yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they invited they invited me to their sorority open house because like all the, they had to do that to all the professors. Oh, and like I really didn't want to, but like I was kind of curious, and it seemed like they needed me to be there for extra credit or something. Okay, or to like for sorority credit, so I was like, all right, I'll just like come in for like five minutes as I'm going to my next, whatever. And it was it was surreal. I mean, they were like they met me at the door and like <laughs> escorted me to a table. <laughs> These two girls, these two like nineteen year old girls, they met me at the door and like walked me to a table like where there was cake or something, and then they sat down there's sat down with me like hostesses. And it was like you realize I'm only like a couple years old. Like I work at the grocery store down there. Like I'm just a poor grad student. <laughs> and the the realization like slowly hit them that I had no power. <laughs> there was there was no point incurring any favor with me. Like I literally stock groceries at the at the Winn Dixie, like right down the street. I'm not like some, you know, I don't have patches on my elbows and I'm smoking a pipe in my office. Like I'm, that is what I'm professors not, do. I've I'm heard. Not important at all. Yeah, they were really disappointed. Well, speaking of you know not being out. important at all, <laughs> I uh, I I beg to differ. <laughs> So I uh, signed off of Twitter. Oh, so today's Friday, May 
13th. I signed off on Monday, May 2nd. Right? That makes sense, right? About uh, Those dates work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I haven't been on Twitter at all. We've been keeping up, you know, randomly through text. I just, I wanted to sign off before Mother's Day because the Mother Day just, Mother's Day discourse depresses me. And then I just was enjoying my time off, so I stayed off. I've finished three books. <laughs> I haven't had anybody telling me what to think about anything besides my children. Uh, <laughs> it's been great. But you <laughs> have decided to become even more famous <laughs> in this time period. And I signed on tonight. I have like 12 new followers <laughs> because you tagged me in a tweet. And I just can't wait to disappoint, disappoint those people. But also you've... Uh, You've launched a Substack that has gotten some attention. Specifically, um, should Christian women be allowed to have butts? And you've gotten some comments that <laughs> are just... I, I didn't really highlight any. And I didn't realize until... Like, you've sent me some. I should just read the ones you've sent me. But I didn't realize until I logged on tonight that your butts your butts article has 118 comments <laughs> what is going on what uh, are they christians, talking about christians be horny that's what's going christians on love they... butts everybody loves butts <laughs> everybody likes private parts the christians they're repressed we are repressed and we just like to just like this stuff <laughs> so uh <laughs> I just thought you know we could look at some of your some of your feedback that you've gotten. Um, so, right off the bat, I just need to say this. Please do to our uh, progressive and evangelical and maybe agnostic friends. I shouldn't lump progressives in with the evangelicals, but you know that's that side. Whatever. Everybody, <laughs> everybody. Them. Just say all of all views. <laughs> You know, for for a group of people who sort of pride themselves on being a little hipper, a little cooler, a little more with it than the evangelical <laughs> church, <laughs> not not great at uh, picking up the nuances of satire. <laughs> yes. I can't tell you how many times like I've seen somebody share it and in the comments, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, this better be satire. <laughs> And then, and then somebody will reply, yes, it in fact is satire. And they will come back and respond, yeah, but still. I, I, <laughs> it sounds very similar to what you might hear in a church these days. It's like, That's what the are point. You doing? Do, you, do you understand <laughs> what satire is? There's so many of them that like once somebody tells them that it's a joke, they just don't accept it. Be like, yeah, well, I'm not so sure because I think I've heard this before. <laughs> I just hey hey chief just just breathe calm down what are you drinking there by the way that's oh, a screwdriver mm, nice yummy enough screwdriver okay so you got one comment he this is a reply you sent me jake says damn i thought i was the only guy who wanted to f my toaster he <laughs> typed it out I'll keep I'll keep our podcast PG thirteen instead of rated R. <laughs> I don't I just <laughs> thanks Jake. And then uh, 
Let's see. Dr. Loveless. He had a, he had a good <laughs> a good comment. Bosoms, bosoms, bosoms. Butts, butts, butts. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Sounds like somebody got a transcript of my wedding night. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Uh, yeah. So you just... <laughs> It's just incredible. I can't believe it. I saw you tweeted like, um, uh, you would think that, what did it say? Like you would think if somebody writes a think piece about if Christian women should have butts, that the comment section wouldn't be so active. (laughs) You would think, uh, you would assume incorrectly though. Yeah. Yeah. Just, there's a lot. I'm sorry I didn't really come pre- I didn't know there were this many comments to weed through. So you're like, oh, you want to look at some of my comments on my Substack and we can talk about them? I'm like, sure. But I thought there were going to be like 11 because <laughs> that's how many there were when I first looked. But you've had several, you've had, you have several, several thousand people that have now read this. So. Did you get the ones that I. I DM'd you a couple, and then I texted you a couple. Yeah. Um, Panglos. I don't know. Translation. Me make funny because some Christian want be modest, like Bible say. Make sex joke. Why some Christian so dummy and attracted to women's? Me make funny on that. Butt joke from grade four. Me think they afraid. Ha ha. Me want to see lots butts. Me liberated. <laughs> oh boy. What's up, Kevin DeYoung? <laughs> oh. And then people are arguing with this person. Like, wow. The author seems to be male. But he appears to be defending a woman's right to dress provocatively, presumably in church. Why? Do women need to look sexy for God? I don't think so. So obviously women who dress immodestly do so in order to manipulate the sex drive of easily impressionable young men in order to draw attention to themselves instead of pointing people's attention toward God. (sighs) (laughs) uh, Why does everything have to be so serious? Why can't it just be a funny piece? (laughs) oh it's so much so so much well so sheila gregoire shared it right on facebook and then phil vischer shared it today on twitter so you just you just got a lot and it's it's a lot it's a lot of comments (laughs) yep uh there was another like uh i didn't even send you this one it was like some super reform guy uh (laughs) like quote retweeted it which is always what you want to do like when you're trying to get somebody to stay away from something is quote yeah. retweet it yeah and uh told everyone stay away from this filth <laughs> <laughs> so you got that coming from the right and then from the left you've got a uh, uh a phalanx please of... tell me this isn't real <laughs> i thought this was real <laughs> actually like you know you've got the the ex-evangelicals uh pulling the the one bible verse they can remember of well well he should just go pluck out his eyes then <laughs> matthew that's me 
Come on, I'm making fun of everybody today. <laughs> the one Bible first thing ever. <laughs> Listen, I'm making. It's good. I'm not respecting persons today. It's I'm just good. making fun of everybody. It's good. Well, anyways, congrats on your Substack success. <laughs> <laughs> Have they scared you away yet? Are you done? You're like, okay, that's good. Three pieces. That's good. Let's stop there. I, th- I think I was thinking about. Uh, I didn't. I didn't tell you this beforehand, so I'll just get your live reaction to okay, this. Okay. Okay. I was thinking I might thin the herd a little bit okay. with the next one. Oh, good. And do a think piece called. <laughs> think piece. Why does your church suck ass? <laughs> do it. And it's just like a it's like a listicle of, of like all the reasons that your church sucks ass. Please make one of them be like. They let women breastfeed in church. I just, uh, it'll be like a bunch of non sequiturs. Like yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman doesn't attend there. Oh, yeah, that's way better. That's way better. But we'll definitely work in some private part jokes. <laughs> well, I'll take some, I'll take your idea of like women breastfeeding and uh, I'll just like, I'll take it up to a level that's surreal and makes no sense whatsoever. Like, <laughs> like they, I don't think they require all the ushers to be breastfeeding mothers or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's perfect. I don't know. Perfect. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'll do a better job keeping up with the comments if I can. Well, I'm going to need you to, seeing as how you write all my best jokes anyway. <laughs> no, I don't. So I, haven't I, written, to... I haven't written any of these jokes so far. I'm not taking any credit at all for any of this. <laughs> That's at Middle Casey. <laughs> where you will find a dead Twitter page. Where my, where my Twitter presence used to be alive and well. <laughs> She's just hibernating. It's okay. <laughs> okay but we still love twitter for the tweets the christian tweets yes so i think we have a new batch we do have a new batch these are uh these are almost entirely uh user submitted i can't wait uh now does that mean i'm going to remember who sent which one in no we no. You don't ever as a matter remember. of fact I will not. <laughs> um, you've got the Franklin Graham one, don't you? Yeah. You want, okay. you want me to do that one? Let me start with Alan Noble real quick, and then you go. <laughs> okay. You do Franklin Graham. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if this was like in relation to something else. Maybe I just didn't. I don't even know what joke. this is because you haven't sent me all of them, so I'm just gonna be hearing it. Okay. Okay, go. Uh, Let's hear it. This is just an orphaned tweet from April. Al Noble tweeted, No respecter if robots. <laughs> what? Like he was trying to say no respecter of robots. Uh. But, <laughs> which, even that doesn't quite make sense. I was like, what? I love There's a joke there somewhere, and I, I, I didn't get it. I sure and... love a good typo tweet. <laughs> <laughs> we know you do. No respecter if robots. <laughs> if robots what, Alan Noble? The thing about if... Twitter is you have to know exactly what was going on that day. Yep. And 
I definitely don't. <laughs> if, if it was in April, I mean, that might as well be three years ago in Twitter yeah. time. Exactly. Every day is 100 years. What's that verse? <laughs> Speaking of ex-evangelicals who can only remember one verse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham had tweeted a picture of himself holding <laughs> up a Panda Express cup. And he tweeted, my, brother, my mother was born in China, grew up in China, and I think Panda Express is some of the best Chinese food in America. I had fried rice and teriyaki chicken tonight, and it was great. <laughs> I agree, Franklin. <laughs> okay. What is he trying to say exactly? Is he like... Is he like um preemptively defending himself against anyone who would say that he's like against Chinese people for saying that Panda Express is the best Chinese food in America with his so... the, the thing like my mother was born or is he like saying that he has some sort of like expert level taste bud thing where he could tell us definitively that this is actually the best Chinese food in America. So many thoughts here. First of all, <laughs> that makes no sense that your mother was born in China. That has nothing to do with, you know, <laughs> you know, Tim Tebow was born in the Philippines. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean he voted for Manny Pacquiao in, in the election. Like, it's... He's, he's still he's still just a, a white American dude. Right. Like it's, right. it's fine. Right. Um... Yeah. Second of all, one of the commenters said that he's done this before. So I went down the rabbit hole and he has a series of tweets going back to 2015, like one every other year where he's doing this exact thing where he takes a picture of himself at a Panda Express and tags Panda Express in it. So there's various theories that he uh, thinks he's going to get paid from Panda by Panda Express at some point if he keeps doing this. Maybe he owns part of a Panda Express. Um, I just, I just like the idea that this dude is excited about Panda Express. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I had Panda Express. <laughs> but also, like, and and going back to the commenters, like, uh, six hundred people tweeted the uh the the gif of Michael Scott going <laughs> to get some New York style pizza, and <laughs> he's going to Sabaro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh just it's so pitch perfect because even you know he's an expert in chinese food what did he get oh, fried rice and teriyaki chicken <laughs> like, <what? laughs> did you order that off menu franklin did you go did you go in there and ask to speak to the to the head chef <laughs> whip you up something special you know he's like okay my mother was born in China. Can you hear him telling <laughs> the Panda Express employees? That is something that people like him do that are t like really out of touch with, like you know, <laughs> regular people. They like to tell random people anecdotes about their family as if anybody cares. There, there is like a version of this where he steps out of Panda Express and like uh, dusts off his hands and says, <laughs> "There we go." The ethnics will love me for this. 
<laughs> that ought to do it. <laughs> that was a great tweet. I really, it's perfect. I really enjoy it. The picture really sends it over the top. He's so happy. He's, He's so happy so to be Panda Express. He's so happy. <laughs> I think that's going to be a contender. I don't know if it's going to win, but that's going to be a contender. I think so too. It was extremely popular. Uh, just the reaction to it was yeah. extremely popular. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? Craig Grishel. 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 Oh, he's been in before. He has. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to do a blanket thank you. Thank you to everybody who's been sending these tweets in. Annette, Zach, Johnny, Isaiah, uh, Elizabeth, Pitnacia. Everybody. Everybody's been sending these in. Wow, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Please keep doing it. Yes. This is Craig. Okay. Sometimes God may want to do something in you before he does something for you. <laughs> That's what she prayed. <laughs> Sometimes God may want to do something in you. I got it. You don't have to For <laughs> you. I, I Would got you like some it. hand motions? Should I do no, some hand motions I with don't. it? <laughs> I got it. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Craig. Uh, AKA uh, Aldi brand Joel Osteen. <laughs> Gosh, I'm just killing everybody. I don't today. know who he is. I just recognize his name from previous competitions. Yeah. Is he a megachurch pastor? Yeah. Okay. He's fair uh, game then. Um, this is from John Tyson. Can I read one? No. <laughs> Can I read I another one? I have to actually one? send you one. Oh, because you. Where do you have them? You have them on your like a screen. Yeah, caps. I never open up. I know. Yeah, I've got screen. Okay, caps. just read them to me. It's fine. All right, all right, all right. This is from John Tyson. Uh, this one was also sent in to us. Your attention is being manipulated. <laughs> kind of hurts my head a little bit. Also, like there's a... Is that it? That's it. Your attention is being manipulated. <laughs> I thought you were about to read something else. No, no, no. It's... Uh... See, I'm 12 years old, and when I see the phrase, your attention is being manipulated, <laughs> I'm rearranging the words to if, <laughs> manipulate you at attention or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John Tyson. You manipulated our attention with that tweet. Yes. 100%. Okay, last one. Okay. We didn't have very many. Okay. This is Scott Swain. Okay, he's, he's, he's back an Orlando dude, I think. He's back for more. I wish I had sent this one to you. Beloved. Oh. I mean, you're making the <laughs> hand not, motion I'm not going to do it, but go ahead. Right off the bat. <laughs> Beloved, in all your antisocial trinitarianizing yay and anti-kenotic christologizing huzzah let me earnestly plead with you not to forget that uh oh where did it go <laughs> the tweet disappeared it had had enough let me earnestly plead with you not to forget that quote 
actions are of supposites, end quote. Remember, Marcellus and Nestorius were also anti-Aryan, but they were not orthodox. Yes, exactly the face you just made. (laughs) (laughs) We get it, Scott. We get it. You have a fancy theology degree. (laughs) You're smarter than us. You've learned many big words. I don't even know what half of... I know what huzzah means. You are the thrill of many theology parties. (laughs) Can you read it again? I know it's annoying, but I really want to hear it again. What voice would you like for me to read it in? Just whatever whatever will will make you happy is fine with me. Whatever would make me happy. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this feels like a McConaughey okay yeah I agree I love it in all your anti-social trinitarianizing yay (laughs) and anti-canotic christologizing huzzah let me earnestly plead with you not to forget that action hold up actions are of supposites remember Marcellus and Nestorius were also anti-Aryan but they were not orthodox supposites an individual that is philosophically substance or subject I didn't know that did you know that word Supposites? I thought it was like, well, if you go to the Greek, it comes from the Greek word for suppository. <laughs> which is where you got something a, stuck up your butt. <laughs> which means a bitter pill someone has stuck up their butt. <laughs> I got there first. You did. That's what you she did. said. That is what she said. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't get there too. <laughs> Sorry. I should have I stopped. It's fine. It's fine. Oh goodness, that was that's a that's a lot. That's that's a lot. I feel like some some subsets of Twitter need their own Twitter. Like yeah. they need their own platform for stuff like that. You know, it, it kind of left me with like a kind of a gross feeling reading all those tweets. And you know what would make me feel better <laughs> is if a celeb got naked to teach me about body positivity. <laughs> Do you have anything no, that can help no, me, Casey? No, 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 not any celebrity. What would help a mom you, mom of three, is if somebody with a perfect body told you that they had made peace with their body. Okay, first of all, I'm pushing the buzzer on that one. Okay, someone not with a perfect body, someone with access to copious amounts of photo editing. Yes, that too. Somebody with a uh, uh, has projected an image of a perfect body telling everyone that she's made peace with her body. That's like if Jeff Bezos was like, you know, I've really come to accept my financial lot in life. It's just, <laughs> I've, I've just made peace with it. I've made peace with where I am. <laughs> Casey, I've made peace with my height. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking about Hillary Duff. You told me about this because I sent you a text. I was like, 
one of like pros and cons of being off Twitter pro is that no like people are not telling me their opinion on everything all day and con is I have no idea what's going on in the world. So you sent me this and said, Kendra and I would like you to weigh in on this, please. (laughs) And uh, then you so you sent me the the cover, the magazine cover, which is Hillary Duff. And the point is that she's made peace with her body, but, and she's a mom of three, but the picture is like, there's literally no flaw anywhere on her body that you can see. So, (laughs) how is this supposed to help anybody? Well, whenever I decide I've made peace with my body, the first thing I do is I just drop my pants. And it just makes everyone around me feel great. <laughs> it's just like they have she has like abs. She has no stretch marks, no cellulite. What is the point of this picture? I don't get it. She doesn't have a double chin that you can see. <laughs> it's very Hillary Duff on her terms. Oh, thank you. At last. At last. <laughs> it says, the tweet says, Hillary Duff spent years trying to live up to Hollywood standards. Now, as she poses for the May cover of Women's Health Body Reflections issue, she's approaching her life and career on her own terms. <laughs> I mean, her, you can like see her boobs are just like fine. <laughs> I mean, you can't see all of them, but from what I can see, they're fine. <laughs> they're just very round and <laughs> at a good I... height. <laughs> I like in America that we have two definitions of naked. Like there's naked naked and magazine naked. Mm-hmm. And if you're magazine naked, it doesn't count. It's like, there's oh, there's a couple inches there I can't. That doesn't count. It's right. Fine. <laughs> I just this is so silly. It's just what, what? does she really think that this is going to help people? I, I need her to give me a profile of the person she thinks this is helping. Right? Like, when's the last time she's been around someone who doesn't have someone cooking for them? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Right? (laughs) I I know not all celebrities have, like, chefs and all that. But if they, like, you can, they have to have so many things outsourced for them, like grocery shopping and all of that. It's like, what does it even look like? I just... Well, you know, catch my What does her weight room look like in her house? What does her exercise room look like in her house? That's gonna be actually my next post on Substack. Is that I'm I'm, just, I'm finally accepting my fame on my terms, <laughs> and to showcase that, I'm just going to I'm just going to have a, a nude photo shoot. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I just I just. <laughs> it would just. It's, it's going to help everyone. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. 
wonder what Leah Michelle thinks about this. <laughs> uh, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> uh, I, I just wow. Women's health. I, I, there's a pat. There's a pattern with this too of like, uh, like female celebrities, like gonna stick it to the patriarchy by taking off their clothes well i remember like we we talked about this one time because it was like billy eilish and the headline was like billy eilish protests body standards by <laughs> taking off her shirt at a yeah. concert or something and it was like what huh like yeah <laughs> what well i do think there is an element like I I remember like Jamie Lee Curtis a few years ago. I don't know if it was like a nude photo shoot, but she did show her body and it but it was not like this. It was not photoshopped. It was like, "Oh, she has an aging female body." And to me that is that is empowering when you actually when women can see like somebody that's real. Like that isn't retouched. I'm not saying that thin people aren't real. Of course they are. But when you're like covering up all your flaws, it just, <laughs> that actually doesn't help anybody. But sometimes it is helpful to see someone's body that's like, oh, that looks like my body. And they're fine. Can I be fine? Like... You know. Anyways. I'm trying to think who. Like when I started following Ashley Graham on Instagram, she's a plus size model. And it was just kind of like this little click in my head of like, she's very attractive, she's sexy, but she's also not like a waif. You know, which is most every model you've e- I've ever seen for my whole life. It's only been in the last like three or four years that companies have actually started using a varying size group of women to model their stuff so yeah it's i'm i'm thankful that that's happening for my kids as they grow up but this 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 magazine cover i'm looking at is not it this is not it i just i'm starting to feel like you're not edified by this (laughs) i'm not (laughs) <laughs> it's like the the women who are like because the thing also says it's time to redefine strength growth power and presence <laughs> it's like these women that they're like strong is the new skinny but also they're so skinny <laughs> it's like you don't get to say that <laughs> it's like the uh a couple of years ago, and I don't, I'm just not like I'm an expert in this, but the, uh, like the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition was coming out like right at the, like, like the height or the low point, however you want to say it, of the Me Too movement. Mm. And they were like freaking out of like how we're going to do this. Mm. So they were like, oh, we're going to do it empowering mm-hmm. and we're going to write words on these <laughs> naked models' bodies. <laughs> And it was like they just had like these like strength like written like all over themselves. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't subscribe to the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated. Only the standard issues. Well, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I must have I must have seen an ad for it as I was logging <laughs> on to read about Alabama football. <laughs> oh goodness. <clears throat> What will they do next? What will what will celebrities do before our next <laughs> recording time? The exact same thing. I'm gonna need you to keep me now. posted because I'm not ready to dive back into the online world. I don't blame you. I've, I've, I don't blame uh, you. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you should just maybe you should just pluck out that eye then. I, I, I am. That's what I'm doing. That's literally what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Like I, I'm the reason I can't be on. <laughs>